Welcome to the Basics of Virtual Assistance podcast, your go-to destination for all things virtual assistant. I'm your host, Paul, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you join us today. Just four short years ago, I took the leap into the world of virtual assistance, and let me tell you, I have never looked back. Now it's my turn to help you take the same exciting path. As we explore this world together, I'll be sharing my experiences, insight, and all the valuable lessons I've learned along the way. So get ready to explore the world of virtual assistance, uncover its limitless potential, and let me guide you on your path to becoming a successful virtual assistant. The transformation into a skilled virtual assistant starts right here, right now. Let's get started. Welcome back to the second episode of the Basics for Virtual Assistance podcast. I'm your host, Paul, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be back for another episode. Today, we're delving into the world of ideal clients and why understanding them is so crucial. So let's dive right in. First, let's clear up what I mean by an ideal client. Your ideal client is your dream client, the type of clients you aspire to work with. It's not just one specific person, but rather a concept representing the kinds of people you want to collaborate with. Understanding your ideal client is vital because it enables you to target the right people when you're seeking potential clients. Knowing who your ideal client is can save you from the frustration of reaching out to various individuals who might not align with your goals long term. When I began my journey as a virtual assistant, I was reaching out to a bunch of businesses I thought might need my services, but I didn't receive a single response. I got so overwhelmed by continuing to reach out to people and not get any response that I got to the point where I just decided I had to change something. It was only when I took a moment to identify the clients I truly wanted to work with that I could focus my efforts more effectively. So why is this knowledge so crucial? Once you have a clear picture of your ideal client, you can tailor your services to match their needs. You can position yourself in the right places to connect with these clients and customize your portfolio to appeal to them. There are a few key factors you need to know about your ideal client first. Firstly, understanding the industry they operate in. Are you looking to work with small business owners, tech experts, or larger corporations with numerous employees? You need to have a basic ideal of what their business looks like and the field they're working in. Next, determine what services they require from a virtual assistant. Are they seeking a versatile assistant to handle various tasks within their businesses or do they need someone with expertise in a specific area like customer service, social media or Pinterest? Every business is going to require something so different. Often businesses hire several VAs to be who are specialized in certain areas. Sometimes they're looking for a virtual assistant who can just help them across the board. And you kind of need to know that about yourself before you start reaching out to clients. You need to have a really good understanding of whether you're wanting to be that versatile VA who works with everybody or whether you're wanting to be a really specialized VA. Now, the next thing you need to know is how to identify their pain points. What are the challenges they face in their business? For example, they may be swamped with product design for their e-commerce store and they need someone to handle DMs and emails and like all of the connecting with possible customers while they're working on their product. Understanding where they're struggling is key. Finally, consider the size of their business. Are you aiming to support a large corporation or a small business? Because what they need is going to be so different depending on their size. A small business might not have the funds to pay someone to work for them across the board. 
they might really need help with one very specific part of their business and only have the funds to pay for that exact task. A middle-sized business might have a little bit more funds and be looking for someone to help them with several tasks. And then a larger corporation either will be very specific and they say, okay, I need this exact thing and this is how much I will pay you. Or they'll be like, okay, well, I'll pay you this amount and you're doing these tasks in this amount of time. So, you know, you need to consider that about their business before you reach out to them. You either need to have your a very clear understanding of what you're going to do or you need to be flexible in what you're willing to do for that business. Now, working out who your ideal client is can be really, really overwhelming and frustrating and difficult to know where to start. I created a free guide for new virtual assistants um, and included in this is an ideal client worksheet where I have questions you can ask yourself about who your ideal client is can really help you to clarify exactly who your ideal client is. Um, I personally find that like having the questions in front of me and writing it down on a piece of paper um, just makes it so much simpler for me. And that is why I created this worksheet because that's how I would like to work out who my ideal client is. Um, so I have popped a link in the description for you. If you'd like to check that out, you can. Now, before reaching out to potential clients, it's crucial to have a basic understanding of who they are. Knowing your ideal client allows you to seek them out in the right places. For example, you need to know where they're going to be. You need to understand that not everyone is going to be in the same place. So instead of scrolling through Instagram, you can join online support groups on, or Facebook communities that cater to the specific businesses. That is why understanding who your ideal client is, is so important. For instance, my ideal client works in the education sector, field I'm familiar with due to my previous experience. This knowledge allows me to join Facebook groups for teachers, for small business owners, and for platforms like Teachers Pay Teachers, where many educators in business are already in that community. It just makes it so much simpler for me to see who is looking for help and it also gives me the potential to go and look at their business outside of the Facebook group and one see that whether that's someone that I would like to work with and two allows me to see the type of things they might need assistance with depending on where their business is what their presence is on social media all of that sort of stuff by being present in these spaces the spaces where your ideal client is you can build non-business connections with potential clients. You can go in and comment on their posts and share your knowledge for free and help to put yourself as an expert in the field, as someone who knows what they're doing. When later they express their need for assistance, you can offer your services without appearing pushy or rude or like the only reason you're there is to get clients. Once you've started to share in groups and your name gets out there, often other people will refer you in that group or that space. Word of mouth in the virtual assistant community is huge. You will probably get more clients via word of mouth than you will from connecting with them yourself like first. And it just, it allows you to really show that you're willing to share and that you're like a team player in a way rather than, you know, being 
in their face and pushing and a really good place to just start to make connections. This approach not only helps me engage with ideal clients, but also provides insight into the services they need and their pain point. For example, being in a Facebook group for cultural support, for instance, gives me a clear understanding of what people are looking for when it comes to Kartra support. So you can use these places your clients are where they're sharing about their pain points to narrow down on what services you're offering, to think about what new skills you might need to learn to cater to the, your ideal client. Knowing your ideal client helps you to focus services and offerings, tailor your packages to suit their needs and construct your portfolio. If you're struggling to define your ideal client, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I am more than happy to chat in the DMs over there or join our Facebook group, The Basics for Virtual Assistants, where we are building a community for VAs to learn and grow together. I will put the link to the Facebook group in the description if you want to come over and join us. Now, let's explore further why understanding your ideal client is so important in the virtual assistant world. You can personalize your services. Once you've identified your ideal client, you can tailor your services to their specific needs. For example, if your ideal client is a tech startup, you can offer services that cater to their tech-related demands such as app management, software integration, and customer support. It helps you to better market yourself. Knowing your ideal client allows you to create marketing strategies that resonate with them. You can create compelling messages, design visuals, and choose platforms that are more likely to attract their attention. Not everyone is on TikTok and Instagram. And if you are just creating content for this place and that's not where your clients are, you are not going to be connecting with them. You really need to make sure that you are where your client is. When you focus on your ideal client, you're more likely to achieve a higher success rate in landing clients. Your services align with their needs, making you a natural choice for them. Instead of casting a wide net and reaching out to everyone, you can channel your time and energy more efficiently by targeting those who are more likely to convert into clients. And finally, understanding your ideal client means you can deliver services that consistently meet their expectations, leading to higher client satisfaction and retention. Tailoring your services to your ideal client allows you to set pricing that reflects the value you provide to them. You can confidently charge rates that align with their budget and needs. Not every client is going to have a huge budget. It is just a part of business. Not every business is going to have the budget to pay you massive amounts to do one job. but if you can keep that client long-term, it is more financially stable for you to have a client that is paying you a smaller amount long-term than to have a one-off client who is paying you a large chunk of money. And I think that is something that is not said enough in the virtual assistant community, that sometimes your smaller paying long-term clients are better for you than those bigger paying, bigger paying short-term clients. Knowing your ideal client is, isn't just a one-time exercise. It's going to be an ongoing process that can significantly impact your virtual assistant career. You will be reassessing who your ideal client is again and again and again as you and your business and your skills grow. The clients you start working with possibly may stay with you long-term, but I can guarantee you what you do for them will change. I am still working with some of my clients nearly four years later but I'm not doing the same things I was doing for them when I first started. Now, that brings us to the end of this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week where I'll be discussing what you need to have in place before re reaching out to potential clients. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.